This is the Sunday Worship Podcast. Hello and welcome to Sunday Worship. It's great to be with you. Our guest speaker today is Captain Rob Westwood Payne, and he's going to share with us that we're all royalty made in the image of God, and that our destiny is to be part of the royal family of God. Our Bible reading today is Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 and then from verse 23 to chapter 2 and verse 4. The Account of Creation In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. A few days later, as God used his creative powers, evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image, to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God he created them, male and female he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and govern it, Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth, and all the fruit trees for your food, and I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. An evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. Amen. I wonder if you're one of those people who's researched your family tree. If you are, I wonder if you've come across any royalty in your family tree. If you're of European ancestry, then apparently according to the research, there's a good chance that you are actually related to royalty. Joseph Chang a statistician revealed in 1999 that if you go back about 900 years or 32 generations, everyone today would share a common ancestor. In Europe, that ancestor would have lived only 600 years ago. Almost all of us from European descent are likely descended from British royalty due to intermarriages between royalty and commoners. So perhaps the message you'll take away this morning is that you are royalty. Well, actually, we are royalty, and we're royalty with a royal vocation. 
There is nothing more wondrous in this world than the birth of a human being. A baby girl or boy is the apex of God's creation. And it's even more wondrous than that, because that baby girl or boy, you and I, are created in the image of God. Pastor R. Kent Hughes writes, The child once was not, now as a created soul, he or she is eternal. He or she will exist forever. When the stars of the universe fade away, that soul shall still live. God breathes life into us. His spirit enters into us. Human beings are the only one of God's creatures that are made in his image. In the Bible reading that we heard earlier, God said, Let us make human beings in our image, to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So, God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female, he created them. Every human is a concrete, embodied symbol of our Creator God. Not because of our birth, not because of our family tree, but as a gift from God. You and I are royalty because God has given us that privilege. You may recall those words from Psalm 8, verse 5. You made human beings only a little lower than God, and crown them with glory and honour. You and I reflect God's character and glory. We bear a family resemblance to God. If you've ever used the words spitting image, I wonder if you know where it comes from. Actually, it's a contraction of the words spirit and image. And so you are literally the spitting image of God. That's why God was so angry when his people made graven images and idols of him because no other representation of God was necessary. God's image is already placed within each one of us. We are God's sons and daughters, his royal family. God is our father and he has given us the privilege of exercising his delegated powers over creation. Our calling is to rule over the earth as members of God's royal family. Psalm 8 goes on to say in the next verse, verse 6, You gave them charge of everything you made, putting all things under their authority. Creation doesn't rule us. God chose to give us authority over the rest of creation. Now we know that there is a fine line between ruling over creation and abusing creation. And we have to be careful to recognise that we are to rule it, not to destroy it. Bruce Vorter, the Bible scholar, says, Dominion is not a licence to caprice and tyrannies, but in the best sense, a challenge to responsibility and the duty to make right prevail. Our role is to express love and care towards the world. Now, we have to be honest. Like some of the lesser royals, and I'll mention no names, we sometimes let down the royal image. The fact that we are made in God's image makes it all the more sad that when we fell, we gave in to temptation for the first time. 
We retain God's image, but as Henri Blocher puts it, as a grisly shadow of himself. The snake managed to convince human beings that not only could we be made in the image of God, we could actually be gods ourselves. It's a lie, of course, but we were hooked by it. And we've grasped for control of our lives and have been dethroned from our royal thrones. Since then, we've spent years trying to rule over each other, building our own kingdoms instead of stewarding God's fighting a constant battle with idolatry. In the Old Testament, it was graven images. Today, it's often money, sex or power. Our sin clouds our sense of identity. It strips us of our royalty. We don't know who we really are anymore. Where is the hope in this message? As often, it's found in Christ. He breaks onto the scene in the New Testament not as a human being made in the image of God, but a human who is the image of God. As Paul says in Colossians 1.15, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. In Jesus' death and resurrection, he frees us from the slavery of sin and death to be royalty once more, living out that royal vocation as, a ser- as servant kings and queens. He offers us new life. He offers us new birth, new- a new name, a new identity, a royal vocation, a place in the royal family, a community of love. As John says in his prologue, But to all who believed and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. Jesus became like us, so we could become like him. So if you find yourself struggling with your identity today, maybe you're feeling empty or feeling uncomfortable and out of place, The answer is to make peace with God through his son, Jesus Christ. Pascal said there is an abyss in fallen human beings that can only be filled by an infinite and immutable object, which is to say, only by God himself. In other words, each one of us has a God-shaped hole in our lives that only he can fill. If you're feeling empty and in need of God's forgiveness and righteousness, then all you need to do is to come to him and his fullness will be yours. Every one of us was made to be the spitting image of God. You are not your job title or your career or your education or your desires or your preferences or your sins past or present. You are royalty. Your destiny is to be part of the royal family of God. You're a prince or princess of the divine royal family. If someone else is listening with you just now, take a look at them. Or the next time you see your family or your friends or your neighbours or people who serve you in shops or your co-workers, they all have the same family resemblance. That's the good news you can share with them. You are royalty. Maybe you should tell someone else that this week too. God bless you.
Will you join me as we pray together? Lord, you give life to life. From day one, your spirit brooding over the deep, your wind rushing, your breath filling. As creatures of the earth, we inhale your grace, rejoicing in life abundant. We use our breath, our being, to raise this hymn of praise. Hallelujah to the sun's hot passion, embracing the ground's great shoulders. Hallelujah for the growth from seed to plant greening the earth, its fruit, beauty and food. Hallelujah for generations of life tumbling one after another, life creeping, swimming, flying, running, below, above, upon, within. All the world sings, calls, signals, speaks praise to God, whose glory grows in all that breathes. Fill us. Enliven us to be ambassadors of life divine, breathing out your song in harmony, singing to our Creator, whose Holy Spirit is unending, ageless, eternal, and ever new. Amen. Our thanks to Captain Rob Westwood-Payne for his message today. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.